This is Ara. Just wanted to let you know that before we actually start the episode for this particular um, session, I have a quick little chat with the founder of Hectic, which is one of our wonderful sponsors, and I welcome him to the actual Let's Talk Paralegal family. So I hope you enjoy the quick chat before the episode. I like that. All right. Hey, Daryl, welcome to Let's Talk Paralegal podcast. What's going on? I am so glad to be here. Over the past few days, I have been binge listening to Let's Talk Paralegal. So I'm in the club. Yay! Well, welcome to the family officially. Um, You are the founder of Hectic, right? Which is like a freelance program or platform, I should say. Yeah. So you want to tell us a little bit about it? Because I've already done my research and I'm already in love with it. So yeah. So the concept is relatively simple. Um, You know, freelancers, they're such a resilient crew of individuals and they have a very high tolerance for, okay, I'm going to figure something out. I'm resourceful. I'm going to stitch some things together. And, you know, what I observed when I started my photography company years ago was just that fragmentation of like, I have, I have some of my customers over here. I'm sending invoices from over here. And, you know, there's apps that bring pieces of the business together, but I didn't find a really good solve for everything that I needed to do outside of just me as a a gig freelance photographer. You know, that's kind of like the reductive, oh, you had a, you, you were doing this on the side and like, no, this is a full-time career for me. Um, So, you know, trying to demystify that by helping freelancers create a space or providing a space for freelancers to create a business instead of just responding to a gig, just sending an invoice out or just sending a proposal out. Being a freelancer, you're a business owner. And all the freelancers that are listening to this, I know that you know, all of your guests have said it, you've said it lots of times before, but you're a business owner. And so when you look yourself in the morning, in the mirror in the morning, look at yourself as a business owner, right? You're the, what do you say? Chief everything officer. That's right. Right. You're the chief everything (laughs) officer. And that requires a lot of work and effort. And we just wanted to make that really simple. And so we truly say it's everything you need to start, manage, and grow a freelancing business. So from discovery, you know, really great forms where you're getting to know someone for the first time, but we do it in a way that's very linear and progressive where you can take step to step to step to step. So it puts you in the driver's seat of feeling in control. So you meet someone for the first time, let's say it's a paralegal client, you want to send them a good discovery, get to know them, make sure they're the right fit. And then, right, paralegal, you want to make sure that there's a good proposal with good terms in it. And then that translates to contracts. So we, we really make it sequential in that state. So discovery, proposal, contract, and it's all in one one uh, board, essentially. And then once that contract gets signed, we have a brilliant project management suite that's also built into it. Uh, Project management and time tracking. And then all of this gets built into invoicing. Uh, You have a client management portal. So you have some CRM functionality built in. Uh, You accept payments. And then we have an accounting module as well. So you can go in, track (laughs) expenses, right? Right, paralegals, we love expenses. Uh, Wait, I'm not we yet, (laughs) but paralegals. Oh, we adopted you already. That's fine, girl. You're in, you're in. Yeah, with expenses and being able to, you know, be prepared for tax time, right? So moving it from the concept of you're not just sending invoices, you're not just sending proposals, you are a business owner. And so run this like a business. And so, you know, my background, I have a lot of business background. Um, The other founders have business backgrounds, but we also have freelance backgrounds. So, you know, being in the business world and seeing so much efficiency happen from, you know, business, like big business, medium and small and large business, there's so much efficiencies that you have. And so 
we wanted to reduce that barrier of entry to becoming great, unstoppable, like we say internally. And we just want to make it easy for you to uh, become a business owner, independent yeah. creator. I mean, I'm sold. Trust me. I loved it. I started playing around with it. You guys gave me like a, you know, like an account where I can yeah. create it. And really, really, I have to say, you know, like we were talking before, we're not going to name any names, but, you know, uh, against other platforms, this one is like super easy, very user-friendly. You know, you don't have to be very techie to understand it. Yeah. Um, so it's a really great platform to run your business. And it's really a one-stop shop. I mean, if you, if in essence, that's what it is. Yeah. So, um, and I think that's what, as especially as freelancers, that's what we need. One, we can't invest in multiple softwares like these big major companies have these multi-billion-dollar accountants, right. and they have you know marketing <laughs> strategists, and right. like we're not, you know, obviously we're not there yet, right? Mm -hmm. um, eventually we will be, but this is a great avenue for us because yeah. we need it. You know, we definitely need that option. So I think it's great, and of course I love you guys, um, and thank you <laughs> well, for supporting us. Well, we love. Let's us. talk paralegal. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm glad that you took the time out of your busy schedule and hopped on a little call with me. And of course, I will put all the links and everything for you guys listening out there on the description of the podcast and the description on the YouTube. So you can click on their information as easy as possible. And of course... Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you for having me and all the let's talk paralegal listeners. You have such a great host here. It's such a fun conversation, such and in so informative. I'm glad there's this amazing community that's emerged out of, you know, the, the, the trauma of 2020, there's good that came out of it. And so high five to all the paralegals out there and a note on hectic it's free to get started. We, this was another big piece for us is we didn't want to do trials or annual contracts. It's our job to earn your business month over month. And so we put a lot of focus on making sure that we provide a product that you can see value in every single month. So it's free to get started for your first client. Once you add more and more clients into it, it's $11.99 thereafter. So half the rate of what you see from typical platforms like this. Um, and it's really because we want to reduce the barrier of entry. We have a dream that working for yourself should be just as easy as working for someone else. So when you get out of college or your mid-career, instead of taking that Starbucks job or taking that entry-level job, wherever that is, just go work for yourself, right? That that should be an option. And oh my it God, be, that is the yeah. world I want to live in right now. I mean, <laughs> Me especially with my you know nieces and nephews, they're, they're from the mm -hmm. Gen Z, you know? So yeah. it's like, they're all for the freelance. So I'm, I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. Right. Let's talk paralegal listeners. Y'all are awesome. Thanks for listening to me for the Yay! last. Hey guys, it's Ada Rosa and welcome to Let's Talk Paralegal. On this episode, I get to speak to paralegal Malika McKillen and we go over two main subjects that are really pertinent and important in a time like this. And it's finding your niche within the legal industry, but also setting yourself up for those successes that you will have in mind. So it's a pretty important one for everyone out there and I hope you enjoy it. Because I know I did until justice is served. How are you? Hi, Etta. How are you? Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Well, we connected and in all different levels. So this is amazing that you're going to be on the podcast. And we're going to talk about a couple of things here that I think are going to be very beneficial for the audience. Um, and the first one is actually finding your niche, which I feel that's really intriguing and really relevant, especially now when everybody's just trying to make their way and pave the way. So tell us a little bit more about that, because I'm even curious. 
Yeah, so I believe that is like key and especially in this profession, right? Uh, finding your niche kind of sets you apart from being seen and unseen, right? Mm -hmm. So what I like to tell people is entering into this career, what are you passionate about, right? Think of the things that you like to do, the things that you already do instinctually, and think about how you can fuse that into your career. Mm -hmm. um, some people are naturally good at research and they want to go into a field which will allow for more of that research so that they can highlight that skill set and they can shine. Um, other people may be good at discovery. Um, so they go into a concentration where they know discovery is going to be more focused. Um, finding your niche, it really, it does set you apart because it sets you in a category to where you are in demand. And it allows you to be the authority in a way um, in that concentration where you know the ins and outs of it, how to do it blindfolded, basically. Um, and people will look to you for information or for help in that area, right? It's important also because um, it, it creates a higher demand, right? So if you know your, your niche is uh, personal injury, for, for instance, you know there are X amount of personal injury attorneys out here that you can seek to work for. What will set you apart from every other paralegal? Well, maybe my personal injury experience involves um, knowing how to uh, draft demands, knowing how to answer interrogatories or send out discovery high speed, knowing how to look for those particular clues. You own it, right? So whatever you do, whatever your skill set is, own it. Make yourself the authority in that lane and you'll be indispensable. I love that. I love how you said indispensable, right? Because that's yeah. so important. Uh, a lot of us look at the legal industry like it's a competition, like what we were just talking about a few mm -hmm. seconds ago mm -hmm. and how it's so saturated and how there are so many attorneys and paralegals and legal professionals in general. And, you know, it was kind of like how I did on my post this week, actually, probably today. I'm not even sure. Um, I said that, that, you know, there is no such thing as competition. There's only one you in this world and whatever you can bring, no one else can bring it. So, right. it, you know what I mean? So it's like right. you have to, um, you know, take control of your skills, um, hone in on those skills, right? Because a lot of us sometimes are not sure, you know, what our skills are, what we're good at, what we're not good at, um, what we like, what we don't like. A lot of people are like, well, I'm good at a lot of things, right? So trying to figure that out and, and really um, building that roadmap, right. To exactly. the end destination is, is very important and exactly. leaning on your colleagues and, and going to network events and all this, and, you know, all these different types of avenues that we have now in this virtual society is what I call it, um, mm -hmm. is really important for you, not only to hone in on those skills, but to discover them because sometimes you're really good at something and you don't even know it. Exactly. It could be something that, you know, like I said earlier, you can you can do um, unknowingly. Right. And you'll find yourself using that skill within your career. Um, and also, surprisingly, some people are not aware that your niche can come from things that you do 
outside of work and you fuse it into the job in a sense, right? Absolutely. And you don't necessarily need that additional education to find your niche in the school setting, but education as far as a continuing legal class or so, or on the job experience can also help develop your niche. Um, so say you're you know, you're in a new firm or so, and you have a way that you like to organize documents or so, and they're used to doing it in the archaic fashion. Your niche could be, okay, I can come in here and I can turn your process around in three steps. Now everyone wants to go to Malika for process and order, right? So now I've developed a niche in a particular area that now I can teach others or I can make better, or I can improve upon, but that's my thing, right? Like I own that. You own it. Um, yeah, I own it. And I can pick it up and take it with me wherever I am. Cause I, I know how to do that. And I made myself the authority in doing so. Absolutely. Um, another thing, another way to look at finding your niche is to look at the different areas of law that are out here, right? Mm -hmm. There are so many emerging concentrations. Um, for instance, look at the cannabis industry. Years mm -hmm. ago, that was not in high demand. Mm -hmm. Now that it's coming to um, more of a limelight kind of sense, there are attorneys in that field. The attorneys are going to need paralegals to support them in that field. Find out all about the industry. Find out, you know, how it works. And there's a lot of continuing legal education courses on that, just because there hasn't yes. been enough established case law, because it hasn't been long around it long enough to long. establish the case law. Exactly. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, like you were saying, a continuing legal education courses and webinars and workshops. There's a whole bunch of things, especially if you're a certified paralegal. All of that is, you know, available to you within that network. So exactly. you know. Really so take advantage of that. Take advantage of it. Learn it. Learn the ins and outs of it. And now you're creating a niche for yourself in that cannabis world. You know? I love it. I love how you you also said um, in while we were talking before the recording about setting yourself up for this, right? So, you know, let's say that we're fresh out of paralegal studies or we just got a bachelor's and we're ready to go in. So how do, what are your tips on that on how to set yourself up for that? Well, that too all goes back to understanding what you really want out of it, right? So in order to be good at something, you have to really understand what it is that you're doing and how you do it. And then you can kind of accumulate all of those things together to find out what about this process or this concentration can I do freshly coming out of school or so to advance myself in it. Mm. To take full advantage of those that are around me, maybe I need mentorship. Maybe I need um, additional training from what I just learned in school because what I've come to learn from my 23 years in this field is that you don't learn on the job training in school. You know, we're exposed to textbook knowledge. We're exposed to everything we need to do to do the job. But actually, when we get into the position, we're like a fish in, in deep water. How do we do this? What do we do? Um, set yourself up so that way you are now the, know, the, the person that knows how to do something. I always like to have um, people that I mentor keep a binder of everything that you do, make a copy of it, put it in that binder. I call it my three ring Bible, but um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yes. Put a copy of it in there from beginning to end. This is what I had did from the beginning. And this is how I um, finalized it or so, whether it was 
e-filed, whether it was um, hand-delivered, you know, a step-by-step. -step. So now you are creating a niche for yourself in that area too. You're the go-to person on procedure on how yeah, to and not only that you're establishing credibility right because exactly. that's another thing you have to be exactly. credible it's not only it's not just about references anymore you know with the resumes right. and everything right. they're asking for references they're asking for experience they're asking for education it's not only about that let's say you're on the job and you can live up to those expectations or you're only what i call a tasker right you've been trained on these tasks for so long that that's all you know how to do which is not a bad thing i'm not saying that that's a, if that's how your brain works great no offense to anybody out there but if you're trying to succeed um and get a higher position in the legal industry unfortunately yeah. taskers will only make it to a certain point so if you're trying to break from that and you feel like in every position at a law firm you're always stagnant it's probably because you're a tasker so mm -hmm. start enhancing and really zoning in on those skills mm -hmm. so that you can go ahead and be more than just a tasker be that go-to person be exactly. uh, that ambitious person the person that reflects on grit you know things like that something that really drives you and like you said right so turn your passion into profit is basically mm -hmm. yeah, what, you the, have to what the model take is control. take control of your of your job you yes. know believe in yourself know your worth and your value and it's about confidence too right absolutely so all of this which stuff we suffer as women we suffer yeah. We a just, lot of, with that <laughs> we really do and we just have to learn um you know to put our best foot forward know what we do believe in what we do right and develop on that you it's know so important it's so important it's so and, and this is you know as much as education is amazing and is super valuable because it establishes the actual um the actual elements right of the education right. and, and just the foundation it gives you a foundation to your legal industry and to your actual you know work ethic right um yeah. but it, like you said it doesn't give you anything as far as like the training goes right on the job actual training of well, i'm in this law firm now what do i really do right right exactly Exactly, exactly. So it, it's really important for you guys to understand that you need to not only train yourself and, you know, all this other stuff, because the school element is not going to give you that. So you have to go out there and seek mentorship and networking, and mm -hmm. you have to like build up confidence, like in a 360. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have to have that hunger to, yes. to want more, or as you Absolutely. said, you'll be a tasker and not really owning your profession, right? Not really owning what you do and making yourself that authority in that lane. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's super important. And, you know, everything that we're telling you guys, it, it's not just inside or outside the classroom or inside and outside the law firm. It's for you. It's more beneficial for you. You need to establish yourself as a person. It's all about mindset. It's all about really focusing and zoning in on what's important to you. Because at the end of the day, if you're just living if you're just working to make a living then you're not living to what is it you're not living to establish a life that you want right so. right and I also like to say if you don't plan to succeed then you're ultimately planning to fail because you're not setting yourself up on a path to success right yeah mm -hmm. I love it I love it oh my god you're so amazing so you also have a podcast so tell us a little bit about that Yes. So I started a podcast. Um, it's basically a passion project of mine because out of my 23 years of being around, <laughs> oh my goodness, 
I noticed a lack of representation of black female paralegals. And a lot of the firms I worked at, I was either the only one or one of the only one. And when I would see other uh, paralegals that come into the firm that look like me, their um, tenure would be short. It would either be a result of burnout or that they just could not fit and acclimate into those spaces. Um, you know, there's always this burden over us where we we feel as though we have to work harder or prove ourselves more, you know, just so that we can fit into certain spaces. So I decided to speak about it. Um, and that is what the podcast basically is the platform for uh, Black female paralegals and legal professionals to use their voices to amplify stories. So we do shared experiences. We offer tips and best practices for success. Um, for aspiring paralegals or those that look like us to, to let them know that there is longevity in this field if you learn how to work it in a sense. I love it. Right? I love it. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I can totally um, relate to you as far as the passion project becoming something more because this literally was my passion project. And yeah. it was a result of the audience asking me for more and more and more. And this is my more. This is the way I can do that. So I completely am on the same page yeah. with you. I completely understand what you're talking about. So I want to thank you so much for providing this amazing wisdom on my podcast and for joining me on this awesome day. <laughs> so I hope this is not the end of the conversation. I hope we continue to have many more conversations, especially about what we just talked about and the importance yes. of the podcast and diversity and inclusion. That's a really yes. big topic in society in general. Yes. So definitely in the legal industry, it's super uh, frontline. Um, and I think we're all aware of that. So it's awesome. And I thank you for bringing that to light because I think in order to make a real change in the legal industry, we need to change it from the inside out, which is the point of this podcast. It needs to change. Conversations need to be held, right? Absolutely. The way to affect change. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I could talk to you all day, Malika, but yeah. unfortunately we are not having enough time for this. I know it's never enough time in a day. Right. right? I know. I know. But I thank you so much for, you know, hopping on zoom with me thank and having you. this conversation and I wish you nothing but the best. Thank I really you. Don't. Same here. I wish you nothing but the best. Awesome. <laughs>